You have done well, and you will continue on to the next part of the operation. I will contact you when the time is right, and as I said before, the ATM is yours to keep. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. So yeah, Merida's gonna just go ahead and set up the mi- meeting with Tesney. Um, I'm just gonna go with the flow on this. And he tries to steal the ADO. Uh, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a go. We're square. I'll put the word out that you're not a lowly bit of scum anymore. Just don't screw me over like that again, you hear? Now that we are, my associate is good with you, might you be able to find any obsidian? Tony sees this magic trick, and he asks, Oh, Tefney, can you get me some money, too? I say we go after Eric Keller's ATM. Bead of ATM is on my list for making money. The Eric Keller ATM? I believe that was just stolen. If we can track down these thieves at any speed, it'll be a lot easier than infiltrating an entire stocked and ready house. It's- Wasn't that fence plan? Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I am your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me on the 17th Shard Forums as Fifth of Daybreak, and with me are the rest of the Lost Legends. Hi, my name's John. I go by Clovermite, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falcone. My name is Brian, and my character is called Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Alright, so let's jump back into the game. I think I'm going to change mine, and I'm going to go with Tony and just, like, kind of spy around with my tin. Awesome. Well, that'll do something. I still want to continue with my plan. The most selfish of them all. So, um, then what, what, what's, the, what, what's the thing here? So, you, what were you going to go do, Lord Falcon? Well, I was going to go to some purveyors of less than savory items and see if they knew anybody that would have supplied maybe the crew that kidnapped the Eric Keller guy. Yeah, let's let's do that. Or stole their. I thought you were just trying to. No, stole the guy. Stole their. I I do, but I can do two things at once. There, because I wouldn't the think same that place. you necessarily were going to somebody seedy. You were just going to go and try to find an artisan who would be able to make that for you. From my understanding, do people just make those? Like I thought, I'd have to go to like a weapons dealer or some like weapons crafter. You know, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was just a, a craftsman, which you know, weapons yeah, craftsman. Okay, otherwise, so maybe he's playing up the less than savory thing, but still somebody who might like deal in the same kind of like glass weaponry that other thieving crews might use. Well, guys, I'm gonna go with Tony and try to, like, find stuff out with the Eric Hellers. I think that us going and attacking the other thieving group wouldn't be so good, because you remember what happened with Fent. He got killed because he brought trouble around. We don't know where messing with the other group will take us, if it'll get us an outcome just like his. And uh, as Merida finishes, I come back down the stairs wearing, like, this extremely, like, frilly outfit. You know, the white, like, puffy shirt thing and and a blue, like, suit coat. Blue top hat and a monocle. Blue has always been your color, sir. Thank you, Wittens. Well, I think that you raise a good point. This might not have been our most well-thought-out plan, but... I, I don't know. How does the rest of the group feel? Wittens, prepare some more tea bags. I think I'll bring some as presents. Of course, sir. Is it like the really crappy tea now instead of fancy tea? <laughs> it's definitely worse tea than it was. Uh, <laughs> At any time that you have tea, that. you notice that Wittens pulls his own differently prepared packet out of his coat than what he gives <laughs> the rest of the group. Oh man, Wittens adorable. What about me? I thought me and Wittens were cool. I mean, he he has nothing against you. You 
you're definitely not the seediest member of Tony's new friends, as he glances, uh, gives a disapproving stare towards Tajmil. What? <laughs> I'm a good boy. Oh, Wittens does not like you after the teacup, teacup incident. Oh, that, yeah. I remember he tried to stop me from going to Sunday school as well. Uh, just to clarify, and I know we had mentioned it in the last episode, if you're smart about it, you don't have to worry about Alloy coming and insta-killing you. Yeah, but we have Tajmil McGee, who's just, like, steal everything in sight. Doesn't that mean he'll be good at stealing from them, though? One would think. Yeah, but he also steals a teacup. I did not steal that. I bought that as a gift. Maybe if I brought them a teacup. Look, if I can't even buy gifts for my dear friends, what what am I supposed to do? You know, just just stand there and not buy teacups spontaneously for no reason at all? Doesn't make any sense. But oh, just, you it, could make one. I didn't have the time. I just, I really. <laughs> That's okay, Taj Mill, and I, I pat him on the shoulder. I appreciate the thought. I don't. Yeah. We'll just gloss over that one. I think maybe we should all still do our reconnaissance. I don't know if we should do anything about it. I don't know if we should follow through on this, but what harm is looking into things? If we find anything that we can act on easily, then we take that route. If not, then we just wait for Alloy to get a hold of us. Sounds like a good plan. And I go over and give Fluffles a hug and start rioting affection while I pet him and then put him down and start heading towards the door. Merida just shakes her head and starts following him. Uh, and I guess we head out then. Uh, sir, your tea. Oh, oh, right, the tea. And then and then I go back, grab the tea bags, and then start walking back out. And he's going to hand you like a little envelope, and you can tell that there's a tea bag in that as well. And it's got the name uh, that you would, it doesn't say, like, lord or lady, so you assume it's for one of the servants there. Oh, okay, cool. He's, he's going to sneak some good tea to his buddy over at I would the Keller Mansion. Uh, Tony would not assume that. I, I would be like, oh, what is this? Uh, please deliver this to uh, one of the servants there. Oh, okay. And please don't make me come up with a name on the spot for this joke. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? We'll call him Smithers. All right, let me break out my Mistborn Adventure game book. <laughs> I want to call him Smithers. Merida just kind of turns to Tony and is like, hey, you know, I can hold that for you. Oh, wonderful. Like, I'm pretty good at getting information. I can give it to him. Thank you, Merida. Uh, the name is Sev. S-E-V, Sev. 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 Sev Severy. Please deliver this to my dear friend, Sev. It has been such an age since I have seen him. Will do. And then uh, I give the the tea and the envelope to, to Merida since she wanted them and uh, walk out the door. Merida, are you burning tin? Um, not right now, because I wouldn't think to do it. Yeah, but she follows him out and just gives like a salute to um, Wiccans. <laughs> Wittens with a T. But we do appreciate all the Wiccan leaders, our listeners out there. Yeah, uh, Wittens is not multiple witches. <laughs> I heard Wiggins and thought the Ender's Game. Wrong franchise. That'll be our next podcast. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I'd rather do Dresden Files, to be honest, but moving on. Dresden Files? Is that like the X Files from Europe or something? <laughs> it's the German X-Files, yes Yep, those German X-Files <laughs> With Mulder and Scully Yeah, oh, dude That sounds like it'd be yeah. really hard to understand Trevor, you're gonna have so much cutting to do in this episode <laughs> No, that's definitely staying in <laughs> German X-Files, that's awesome Hell, I don't know uh, okay, so that leaves Tajmil and Lord Falcombe sitting in the home with Wittens. I'm going to just, like, heft my bag of obsidian over my shoulder and say, see you around, and walk out the door. What? <laughs> Tajmil, you are now alone in the ha townhouse with Wittens. Oh, boy. Hey, Wittens, old pal. Um, And Fluffles. How much... Uh how much stuff do you think they got in a place like this? 
Sir, let me assure you, if you try to steal from Master Tony steal again, me? Oh, I will no. cut you. Oh wow, I'm I'm not I'm not Get trying to steal. Uh, let's just say maybe I a part think it's of a... time for you to leave. Oh well, um, I guess then I'm I'll walk out the door and go into the street and and see what's uh, happening out there. Start catting around. All right, uh, who wants to go first? Well, I just want it to be apparent that as soon as Falcom like exited the do- door coolly, he like full sprinted away from there. He doesn't want to be anywhere near Tashmil. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, no doubt. Not, not, you know, I just want to go do my own thing. I don't want Tajmil with me bargaining and stealing things from the people I'm trying to bargain with. Bargaining? Yeah. I don't really call theft bargaining too much. Maybe five finger discount. Merida and I can go first. Yeah, let's go with uh, Merida and Tony to the Eric Keller mansion. Before we get there on the way, I'm going to have a power with Merida. So I turn to her, Merida, I'm so glad you're coming. I was super nervous about what to say. But now that you're here, you can be the brains. Yeah, I can. Um, figured you'd probably need that since your head's a little empty. She kind of... <laughs> yeah. So, so what should we do? She just kind of like awkwardly pats him on the head like she doesn't know how to do it and she's like um we'll just kind of get in there and see what happens since you seem like you'd be kind of connected with them since you're a noble yourself we'll see where it goes and after she finished saying that she turns on her tin all right sounds good uh merida as soon as you turn on your tin you get two uh distinct aromas coming from the uh, parcels that you're carrying from the envelope you smell this very delicious tea and from the other you can just like smell very weak obviously not good quality tea she just kind of looks down and just starts laughing oh what's so funny is there something on my face again and i start like rubbing my face and feeling for anything on it says yes it's stupidity and starts walking faster tony i go wait a second hey wait a minute that's not a thing on your face you guys uh, walk up, and a uh, servant answers th- uh, the door and introduces himself as Seth and asks, what what, uh, what what brings you to the Ericella mansion on this fine day? Uh, hello, uh, Master, Mr. Uh, Seth. W- we have an envelope for you, actually. And, and he turns to, to Merida. She just kind of hands the one that has the stronger aroma to him, just kind of like with a whatever look. And he uh, takes it, and he opens it up, and he sees what's inside, and gets a big smile on his face. Oh, that dear old Wittens. He always knew I had a weakness for the Tekiel Black. Is, uh, is there, will there be anything else today, or are you just doing a favor for your servant? Uh, we'd actually like to um, speak to the, the master of the mansion, if, if he or she is available. If we have... Um We've heard some bad news, and, and we're here to give condolences. Ah, yes. It is such a tragedy. I, I'm afraid Master Tavish is not in, but Lady Helena is available. If uh, Let me go see that she is accepting visitors at this time. Please step into the sitting room while I go and make, a, make, make sure that that would be acceptable to the lady. Thank you very much, and and I adjust my monocle and and walk in almost kind of stiff-backed, like it's very obvious that I'm trying to be right and proper. Mary just kind of follows him with the still whatever look. She doesn't care. Okay, so yeah, you guys wait there for about, uh, we'll say about 10 to 15 minutes, you know, an appropriate amount of time for you to cool your heels to know that the person that you're waiting with is obviously too important to be at your beck and call before you're led into another more grand sitting room where the furniture is just a little bit ornate. Obviously not like gold gilded or anything, just more intricately carved since it's still not that much time has passed since the Catasandra. Uh, but you are then left alone in this sitting room as well. It's big in here. Yeah. Am I, am I with the crew right now or? No, you're on your own. Okay. All right. We'll just 
because you say all that stuff and it sounds like, dang, I wish I was there right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. So were you saying that to her? Oh, wait, is she here? No, no, she's still letting you cool your heels just in this new sitting room. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. No, I was saying that to you, Merida. Oh, okay, sorry. She just kind of nods at you and starts looking around, like, for any sign of, like, break-ins or anything to see any clues for the stolen ATM. Uh, you look around and uh, you notice the windows are all secured. Um, it looks like it's actually pretty well-secured residence. Not only is there, like, a small latch on the windows, but they open inward and they have, like, a little, uh, what looks like a recent addition where they've got, a like, a piece of wood lodged in there where if you tried to open it from the outside, it would get caught on it, as well as shutters on the outside with a second latch that those would open outward. Uh, you, you really don't see any signs that there was a scuffle or anything. Um, the It's practically perfect, spotless, no mess anywhere. Uh, a couple of tables, a nice sitting couch where you two are arranged, a nice high back chair on the other end of the, um, like a coffee table type uh, deal, and uh, really just run-of-the-mill Ordinary, except for its exquisite look, uh, the room that you're sitting in. I pull out some cards from like my suit jacket pocket, and then just start, you know, practicing shuffling them from one hand to the other. Okay, we'll uh, go ahead and jump back to you guys in a little bit. Uh, we'll represent your actual weight with some real time weight to get back to your storyline, and let's let's catch up with Tajmil next. Okay, so I'm out on the street, and um, is there anything that I see that stands out to me? Is it, like, what's the 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 setting for this street? Uh, no, it's Tony's kind of in like a, a mediocre part of town. Uh, there's a wide array of people living from minor nobles to uh, merchant ska, and then maybe a couple of people who are obviously in over their heads in the area that they are settling into, but willing to give it a try and try and really ring the best they can from the new uh, city that Harmony has laid out the plans for, um, since they're not living in the slums part of town where new buildings are trying to be built, because uh, obviously they didn't have the whole city built in a day, even if the plans were made. Uh, you walk down the street, and it's not like the other times you were there, where the town crier was out with some big news, or there was a mob gathering outside of the Lord Mistborn's Manor. It's just kind of an average day. Okay, um... Question about my dead drops. Is there any way that I can try and track down like who stole them? Uh, you would assume that the people who stole them were the crew members who you used to work with, who then sided with Fenton. And they got away. Well, not without some what? coins to the face and various body parts. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I'm wondering though if there's a way. Is would there be a way then for me to track these people down again and try and get them back? Let me check uh, my physique and stuff and make sure that I'm not going to die in the process. Uh, your health um, should be all the way up. Yeah, I'm at eight. Yeah, I mean, if that's not uh, like um, going to be a huge endeavor, I wouldn't mind taking that on if I'm able to. Okay, um, how do you want to go about doing that? Are you trying to maybe talk to some of the fences that your crew worked with to track them down yep. or returning yeah, to I'll the last start place with you left that. them? I'd probably, I'd, I, I, I think, I think because of the only way I feel like that I'm going to be able to do this is to sneak and steal them. So I'm going to have to actually find out where these people are at and do some reconnaissance and stuff. So, okay. Um, the way that we'll make this work is I'm going to have you do an influence roll first to see if any of the fences would even be open to trying to accept a bribe. And then I will right need on. you to make that bribe to see if you can get that information from them. Okay, I might need to steal something from somebody else then. I got a three, a one, and a four. Yeah, so you go and you talk to one of the fences that you uh, know is pretty reliable and that was favored by the crew for being open-handed with the way that he does business. And he's really just not willing to reduce the number of people he does business with just because you were betrayed. Okay. Yeah, are there any other ways that you might want to go about trying to track them down? Okay, do I have any memory, I guess, of, like, where my original location was with this crew? Um, yeah, we can say you go and you visit the old hideout. Why don't you give me a spirit roll on this one to see uh, if you can 
use your uh, plot swag ability to say they left some clue behind. All right. Um, I got two fours, two threes, a five, and a one and a two. Any nudges? No nudges. Okay, with the two fours, um, let's say, like, uh, if it was a modern era, I'd say you found, like, a matchbook for a bar. But I'm not sure what the medieval to industrial equivalent with that of that would be. So, we'll, we'll say mm-hmm. that, like, maybe you just found, uh, uh, we'll say that you found, um, uh, a dress left behind that you recognized being one of the uh, crew members that you had that belonged to this lady of the night that he liked to frequent with. All right. So it sounds to me like I'm going to need to find uh, Roxanne and pay her a visit and see what she knows. All right. And for the moment, let's jump over to Lord Falcone. Okay. So would I know a guy, Trevor? Falcone, at least? Uh, you have a good idea of where which part of town to go to. And you have a merchant in mind who specializes in um, custom jobs in terms of crafting objects. Okay. Well, then I would be heading that away. After a block or two, I would probably stop running. <laughs> okay. Uh, you show up to the street, and as you start looking around, uh, you're passing a cross-section uh, where the street names are being put up, kind of like modern-day street signs. And uh, you, as you look at that symbol, it kind of strikes a chord in your memory. And you reach into your pocket and you pull out this card that you've been given uh, just recently. And you see that the symbol on the card denoting the street where this person is living matches the symbol on the sign. Hmm. All right. I'm just going to note that for now and continue on down the street to the craftsman. Okay. And as you're passing down the street, um, for... Using modern terms, this is definitely an area that's leading away from residential and more into like a um, commerce zoned area of town. Uh, Lots of built buildings or buildings that have been finished where merchants are selling wares of different kinds, Uh, wide variety, some selling food, some selling clothing uh, as they continue to build the city up and start to create the new economy and really get this city going. And you pass all of these shops and you go into this one that's almost like a tiny slot in the wall, half the size of the other shops. But you notice that everything there is just a little bit different than anything else on the street. Like the, the architecture is slightly different. The way that the symbols are painted looks just like they weren't used to writing these symbols. And as you enter the shop, there's this strange pungent smell. That it's not unpleasant. Uh, in fact, it is a little, it's aromatic. It's not necessarily pungent, but it's not something that you've ever smelled before, uh, locally. Hmm. Do I see anybody in there? Yeah, you walk in and you look behind the counter and there is a, uh, shorter, dark skinned man who was sitting there fiddling with something. And as he notices you walk into the shop, he kind of drops it. And he gets this large smile on his face, and he says, Oh, hello, Sule. Welcome to my shop. I am so glad you are here. Please, please, make yourself comfortable. What can I do for you today? I'm Lord Falcombe. Oh, a noble house member. Yes, uh, I need a specialty weapon crafted. I thought you might be the man. Oh, you have something special for me to make, don't you? And I'm just going to throw the bag at, like, his feet. Ooh, obsidian, eh? We do not have a lot of this where I come from. It would be a pleasure to work with. Tell me, what is it that you want me to make for you? It's traditionally called a mahiwito. Say a pod race. And it's a wooden sword... Sign at you squawk somewhere. Well, okay, it's inspiration, but I don't know what to call it in universe. But uh, call it a swax. Swax. And I need a wooden sword lined with obsidian blades. Can you do that? Oh, somebody has aspirations to be a his killer, eh? Have in the past, might in the future. 
never me, hurts uh, to have something let around. Let me see here. And he opens up the bag and he starts kind of like tossing different pieces to the side. Um, there's a couple of very large chunks that he sets in a distinct pile. And then the medium chunks, um, leaving just a couple of small ones. And he says, oh, it definitely seems as though you have the right material for the job. I think this is something I can make happen for you. I just need to find out what price you want. Well, if you have some leftovers, I wouldn't mind having an obsidian throwing dagger or two. Ooh, do you have a little something to sweeten the pot for me? Well, I've recently come into a little bit more funds, so... Sure. How much money do I have, Trevor? Uh, you have five resources total. You've spent one. Yeah, so do I get to roll four or five? You get to roll four. Okay. Well, let's see how much money I have today. Well, I got a pair of ones. Hmm. A five and a two. You, Sule, look like a man of extreme talent. Am I wrong? You might say that. Perhaps money is not the best way for you to purchase this with. I must say I am excited to make such a thing. I have not had such a challenging uh, challenging project set before me in a long time. So maybe I do you a favor, you do me a favor, and we... Call it good. Maybe maybe I'm Kayana for saying I do not want the money, but uh, perhaps a friend is better, eh, Sule? Sure, Sule. What do you have in mind? Tell you what, you go ahead and uh, you leave this here with me. I will get started on it, and uh, when the time is right, I will get a hold of you and tell you what I need from you, Lord Falcom. Well, it would be a pleasure. All Thank right. you. Well, I will get started on this, and then you can always come back and find Caleb whenever you need to. Okay, and I'll give him my address so he can stop by if he needs to, to All give right. me said interesting favor. And then, was there anything else that you wanted to do for the moment? I don't know. He doesn't seem like the type that would know... The people around there, and I'm already like owing him, so I'm not gonna ask him for more. Alright, let's jump back over to Tony and Merida then. So you two have been probably sitting there for about 20 minutes when this lavishly dressed woman walks in and sits at the tall back chair across from you, folds her hands in the lap in her lap, and then just kind of raises an eyebrow expectantly. Tony, I've been practicing in the meantime, so as she comes in, the cards are, like, scattered all over the floor, and, and, oh, excuse me a moment, and, like, scoops them up as she's sitting down and puts them back in his pocket, and, uh, I'll, sorry about, about, uh, I'm, I'm Tony, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you know my parents, um, uh, oh, we have a gift, and then he turns to Merida. Yes, here you are, madam. She hands her the tea bag. Uh, she will take it. Uh, I we we heard that uh, you had an unfortunate incident recently, and and we just wanted to come and, and show our support. This is Merida, by the way. She's the head of security for uh, the Darkomancy apartment, uh, branching out from my parents to do my own thing, of course. Oh, I recognize you now. You're that LaRue boy who is just sort of the derivative copy of your cousin Jim, isn't that right? Oh, uh, Tony, I like look very crestfallen look on my face. Uh, 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 yes. Well, and she takes the bag of tea uh, from Merida, and she like opens it the slightest bit and just takes a small sniff. And then you see her face instantly go dour, and she deliberately sets it on the counter uh, or on the table in front of her as far away as she can get within reach without, like, bending over or making a show of it, but obviously displeased with the idea of what you've given her. Yes, we, we have had a most unfortunate incident. You see, my husband, Tavish, he is just the most thoughtful person in the world. He had made a gift for me, one of the last surviving beads of Atium, and he wanted it to be crafted into a beautiful piece of jewelry, and had given it to one of the jewelers in the city. 
But these scoundrels, it seems that they're popping up more and more recently, stole it from the jewelry shop, and I will no longer have my one-of-a-kind, unique jewelry piece to pass down through the generations. It is just the most terrible tragedy I think could befall a house like ours. Oh, that is indeed very unfortunate. And to, I begin to rioting a sense of calm. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, Alamancy roll. Just six now, right? That's correct. All right. It looks like I've got a pair of ones and a nudge. All right. That beat her out. Um, is there a way that you could riot something else? Because I don't think a sense of calm is necessarily something that you could increase. Um, that seems like something more suited to a soother. Oh, I see what you're saying. You could try um, helplessness. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to make her feel better, not worse. Like maybe you could riot her confidence. Uh, I don't think confidence is the one that I would want to do. Uh, I would. I would think a sense of um, like mild, mild contentment, like you know, slight happiness. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, why don't you give me a wits roll, too, uh, and we'll kind of use a little bit of the classic rules that I've ignored up to this point to see if you can read her emotions first to best get the effect that you want. Well, isn't that just to see what she's feeling right at the moment? Yeah, but that lets you better apply your rioting to know which m- emotions to manipulate. Do I get bonus at all for... Uh, you'll definitely get one for your socialite, and um, okay. I... I don't really want to give you one for being ridiculously good-looking, though. Aww. I got a pair of ones. Yeah, that's enough. So, uh, your next charm roll against her, you're going to add a die to that. Okay, wonderful. And that would apply to Merida as well. Uh, So, yes, it's unfortunate that these scoundrels, as you say, and I adjust my monocle... Uh, as I say this, are, are running around stealing things. It's horrible. That's actually why I've, I've hired Merida. She is a specialist in those kinds of activities and hunting them out. Isn't that right, Merida? She steps forward and puffs out her chest. That's right, madam. I have many people in different places that I can have an information network to find what we need. I can surely help you with your stolen problem. Ooh, it has been a while since we increased our house's spy network. Tell me, Merida, are you open to being hired away from the LaRue's? Because House Eric Keller is as generous as we are savvy. Well, that depends on what you're offering. Currently, I have a pretty good deal with him, but you'll have to up the price a little. I don't know what Tony has offered you, or I should I say Alphonse, but being a minor member of a minor house, I am absolutely confident that House Eric Keller can exceed what he is giving you at the moment. What if I told you that it's not really money, but respect? Tony has a little something. And at that moment, uh, I, I interrupt and, and say, it's my magic tricks, and then pulls out the cards, and <laughs> then totally botches one, and the cards fall over the floor again, and he re- bends down to scoop them up as Merida continues. Hush, dear, the adults are talking now. She just kind of clears hey. her throat and ignores him. She's like, yes, he seems like an idiot, but he can be quite smart. I'll tell you what, you find out what it makes that... He makes me want to be with him, and you up ante, and I'll go with you. How about that? Well, I will certainly put my people on it. Loyalty, on top of efficiency, is the greatest trait a spy can have, and I respect that, Merida. So tell me, other than this uh, <clears throat> gift, what else brings you to my doorstep? Are you truly here to offer your help to me in finding my lost jewelry? Yes, uh, I, as you may understand, trying to break away from uh, 
the established business of my parents, I'm low on funds. So uh, having having someone as as well experienced as Merida, I figure perhaps we can take on a job for a greater house as our first foray into independence. And Merida is going to interrupt. She'll be like, and madame, you know that you have the status and good looks. Connecting ourselves to you would increase our prestige, obviously getting us more money as well. It's a good deal, isn't it? Uh, both of you roll me charm. So we both get plus one? Yep. And I get the social light again? Sure. That put me at six. I got two threes and a six. Got a pair of fours and a nudge. Alright, well, even though that's one of her best traits, she did not match either of those. Uh, so she is going to uh, smile a little bit at the flattery that Merida was giving her, and then um, she's going to say, Well, it is comforting to know that House Eric Heller still has friends in both low and high places. I just have one reservation, and if you'll forgive my impunity in mentioning it, but... I believe that you two were part of the group that rescued the metallurgist, uh, Mr. Bornholm, recently, and were rewarded with a bead of atium. Why is it that, after you have gotten one bead, you have come inquiring as to what might have happened to another? It just strikes me as suspicious. And again, please forgive any insult. I... As leader of a house, with my husband, Tavish, we are accustomed to protecting our interests. Well, you know the... The cost of ATM is quite high, right? With our group becoming someone who can easily find such a high-priced item and recover it, it does well for our reputation. Why not keep it rolling and just increase our renown all around? And and I immediately get caught up in the idea and completely drop any sort of pretenses I was trying to do. Because we're adventurers, and we are going to be the most famous, awesomest people adventuring and saving everyone in the city ever. And uh, and he even pulls out his leg, look, I've, I've got war wounds now, and, he, and, and uh, we're just going to be famous. Mara just does a huge sigh. And why don't you give me one more charm roll, Tony? Well, good news is I got a pair, but it's a pair of ones and a nudge. Well, I... I respect your your vigor, young Alphonse. But... This is not something that I would like to trust to somebody who is just in it for the fame. Uh, Merida, I do think I can trust you, but I am not sure. What can you do to assure me that you are trustworthy with this information, especially saying that you have recent, you are part of a, a network of informants? I don't want you racing off to sell this information to the highest bidder. Well, madame, I'm not quite sure I can offer you anything, really. Such a woman of your stature must have everything. I really don't know anything of worth that I could give you that you would be satisfied with. Go ahead and give me a charm roll plus one still for her, uh, for the, or, no, just the charm roll, straight charm. All right. Oh, wow, she is on fire. I got two fours. All I can do for now is tell you that I will talk it over with Tavish. It's not a decision that I can make lightly. So I appreciate the gesture, and I do know how to find uh, young Alphonse here. So if Tavish and I decide that we want to trust you with this information, you will hear from us. But if you'll excuse me, I have pressing matters to attend to. Merida gives a little curtsy to her. And just so you guys know, she rolled fives both times. 
Damn. Yeah, like I said, her uh, charm is her best attribute. And she will get up and leave the room, and uh, Sev will come back in and escort you out of the mansion. And uh, before Sev gets all the way, Tony says, hey, would would you like a, a little show? And Tony pulls out his cards. Of course, young master. Anything for a friend of Witten's. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick magic trick. Uh, I'm gonna roll it. I got nothing, so fumbles it. I, I'm afraid I do not understand what this trick is. <laughs> Tony starts rioting his sense of excitement, and <laughs> just does another trick. Give me a, a rioting roll first. Six. Pair twos and a nudge. <laughs> Why, that is a most excellent trick. I, I, I'm afraid I did not understand the first part, but that second part was quite exquisite. That Don't worry, that's all part of the act. A little misdirection to begin, lower people's expectations, and then, boom, hit them with... The finale. And then he gives a bow and, like, takes off his hat and a monocle. Uh, Tony, give me one more charm roll. Plus one. Actually add two, because you brought him nice tea from Witten's. Alright, I got a pair of fours and a nudge. I could not help but overhear. As you know, it is a servant's job to be nearby and attend to his mistress's needs. And, well, I... I could not be more unhappy with the way that things have worked for Mistress um, for for Mistress Helena. I trust you. You are a friend of Witten's, after all. Please take this card, and I hope that you can bring back this heirloom. She had such high hopes that it would be passed down for generations. And he hands you a card, and written on that card is the name of the jeweler where the ATM was stolen from. Uh, I, I give him a big winning smile. Thank you so much, Sev. You will not regret this. I, I, I knew there was a reason why Witten's is your friend. And then scoops up all of the cards and other magic detritus and uh, gives him another bow before he walks off. Merida follows him and just holds out her hand for the card expectantly. <laughs> And Tony immediately hands it to to Merida, and I give give her my biggest winning smile. She gives you a small smirk of her like lips before it drops, and she continues walking. Hooray! We did it. All right, let's move on to the next scene. Uh, we will meet back up with Tajmil. Uh, are you heading straight over to? Uh, I don't want to say that there would necessarily be a brothel, like an yeah, official I one. Yeah, I need to track down this prostitute, though. But yeah, you you would know where where you would go for this. There's not like an official establishment because I don't think that's something Harmony would build into the plans. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like a mattress in some shack. Yeah, like kind of out towards where Snee has made his uh his base of operations. Right on. So I'm looking, do I just start, because if it's my character, I'm going to start going door to door, banging on there, like, hey, do you know whose dress this is? Well, you would you would know, like, from the dress, who it was, just because you knew your, uh, your crewmate who was infatuated with this woman. Okay. All right. So do I tell, uh, uh do, So yeah, let's I, uh, cut to where you show up on her doorstep. Oh, I'm going to her doorstep immediately. Okay. So, um, all right. What do I see? Is there a way for me to tell if someone's in there? Like if I could break in maybe and about to steal something from a prostitute. God damn it. Hey, what can I say? I grew up uh, on the this. lady's name is Monel. Okay. Uh, how about this? I is the, is the gal home? Yeah, she's, she's inside and she answers the door and you recognize it as Monel. Okay. All right. And her eyes go a little bit wide and she goes to shut the door when she recognizes you. I put my foot in the door. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got a question. He's not here. You can't get anything from me. I'm not necessarily looking for him, you know? 
and I pick up a coin and I start flipping it and I'm like, you know, I'm looking for my for these guys. I think that they could be in a lot of trouble. Why don't you try helping them out some? You know, you remember me from back in the day. Me and you go way back. Like I know that you're a do what you do, but that doesn't really detract from like who you are. I've always thought you were great, Liddell. Uh, Monel. Mo- I've always thought you were great, Monel. Sheesh. He, he told me what you were doing to them. How you weren't getting them in on the deal, and you weren't weren't stealing to keep the crew together. I have nothing to say to you. He's just a double-crossing liar. He knew I was deep working on a big, dirty job, and he's going to sell me out down the river without a paddle like that. And you, and, and and Monel, the thing that hurts me most is that you believe it. That's what really bothers me. I thought we were closer than that. Information sells the same as sex. Why don't you stop threatening me with that coin? I uh, listen. I just I don't have a fidget spinner, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you. Let's let's start talking some price. Go ahead and give me a resources roll. Oh no, that's not going to be good coming from me. Okay. Um resources is now am i reading this correct is it just three since i spent two yep all right son of a gun i got a four a two and a one yeah that's not gonna do it oh man all right so um you do have the option to re-roll with your spirit Ooh, I didn't think about that. Ooh, ooh does that ooh. cost the spirit though? Uh, it costs two so. spirit um, spent. Two. Since I, oh man, can you give me some more to this scene? Like, help expand upon this. Like, okay, Monel, I know this is kind of meta. Cut it out. Um, but like, what sort of history did we have in the past? Like, is this literally just someone that my friend shacked up with from time to time? Yeah, pretty much. No working okay, relationship right, outside of that. Gun. She didn't, like, stick around for tea and board games. <laughs> Doesn't really strike me as the type, to be honest, but... Um, shoot. So... Dang it. And this is this is my... Uh, listen, can I, can I barter with you? Can, can we make some sort of a deal? Do you need something done? My whole point is this. I'm trying to make amends with my crew, all right? We had a falling out. We've fallen off the the beaten path a little bit. But you have to understand, that son of a bitch stabbed me in the back when he did that. He he robbed me blind in the dead of night. And um, you, do I still have the arrow in my knee? I mean, not the physical arrow, but you've got the wings. <laughs> oh. Just you left that it there. red mark Fuck right there? Around. That was from him. Why don't you I, give me a charm roll, and I'm going to have you add <laughs> two to that. Oh, thank God. Holy crap. I was like, charm, no, that's even worse than resource. Why is everybody showing ladies their legs and expecting to get dice for it? <laughs> okay, I got a five, a six, a two, and a three. Because uh, I'm ridiculously good looking. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. Lady, what do I have to do to get through to you? This is really important. All right. At that point, I'm sorry, but it's going to have to come down to it. I pull my coin out and I start threatening her. I make her get down on the ground and I say, I'm going to shove this piece of metal right through your brain if you don't tell me just what I want to know. All right. Give me one last roll. Make it an allomancy roll. Allomancy. So what is that roll? Um, that would be your pushing, your steel. Yes, yeah, so that's a five. Oh, shit. A five. Oh. <laughs> All right. Two sixes, two fours, and a two. Okay, so here's how I see this playing out. You, you the one oh that you boy. were flipping around in your hand. Um, as soon as she denies your your appeal to her good nature, um, that instantly shoots out. Um, as you start burning steel and these blue lines appear, one of them going to the coin and you push on the coin and it shoots out and it buries itself into the very flimsy wood that's right next to her head where she's holding the door shut. And as it buries through the wood, you keep pushing it 
until it shoots out the other side and hits the back wall. And then you still just keep pushing until it's all the way through and it clatters to the ground on the other side of the building outside of it. And she, like, looks down at her where your foot is, looks at the door that now has a hole in it, looks at the wall behind her, which now has a matching hole to boot, and uh, she gives you the location, uh, or at least the last location she knew where he was at, where he brought her to. And I think that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, we really appreciate your support and how much that you've got, uh, how much you guys have really come out to listen to us over the past uh, six months or so. I'm trying to do the math here. Uh, so. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be back with another episode in a couple of weeks, and we hope to you join us then as well. Bye. Thanks for listening. Good night. Peace. Hey, listeners, I just wanted to make one quick announcement here before we uh, leave you for the week. We are launching a new Discord server. I hope you come join us. I've been uh, part of the Adventure Incorporated Discord server for a while now, and they just have so much fun over there, I thought I'd steal the idea and take it for ours. So come join our Discord server. The link is in the show notes. Uh, we're hoping that we can build a nice, fun community there with lots of talk about Sanderson and memes and whatever else we want to talk about and uh, just have a lot of fun. So come check out our Discord and we'll see you there. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LLOS Podcast, or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.